Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 172 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, here to help you figure out life and recovery and all that good stuff. When people look from the outside in at my recovery and my lifestyle, they see a busy professional life. They see that I have confidence and clarity and control of my lifestyle. And some even say they hope to have a similar lifestyle one day. Well, my friends, that certainly didn't happen overnight. (laughs) But over the years, through so much trial and error, I feel like I've cracked the code. And now I'm spilling my secrets on how I built my lifestyle. So if you want to know how to thrive in your life and not just survive, and you want to be clear about what needs to be done to move you forward, you want to feel in charge, and you want to make sure you absolutely love the life you create, then this episode is for you. Because when it comes down to it, there's one thing I know you need to move to the top of your list. You may even need to move this to the very top of your to-do list (laughs) to begin shifting toward a a lifestyle that you love. It's your recovery recipe. And I know that doesn't sound super exciting, but hold up because I'm going to flip that script for you. Today, I'm showing you just how important the recipe is, whether you are two days into sobriety or 15 years. People often ask me, like, Angela, what's your secret? And I always say I live and die by routines. In fact, without routines, I could not manage multiple businesses, family, fun, without losing my mind. I could not manage myself without losing my mind. I couldn't manage all the things and people and podcasts and websites and still feel good and be thriving. I found this quote from a doctor and hang on, I have to read this. Let me pull this up. I have to read it because I will butcher this poor man's name. Ramon Solka, MD, Chair, Department of Psychiatry, Jersey Shore University Medical Center. He says, the pandemic has left many people feeling adrift because those daily routines that were essential to us before the COVID-19 crisis have evaporated and been replaced by uncertainty and a lack of structure that can contribute to stress anxiety, and even clinical depression. You guys, this is huge, especially for those of us with addiction. We already have stress, anxiety, and depression. We already feel those things at a magnified level. I want you to imagine what it would feel like to not be overwhelmed with stress, anxiety, and maybe some sadness or even depression for those of you that have actual depression. 
to not be chasing a lifestyle that seems unachievable and to instead feel focused and confident as you are creating the life of your dreams. And I bet if you're listening to this episode today, you want your life to feel easy, but maybe right now it feels a little messy or unfulfilling. You may be feeling bored and restless or You're missing the action and chaos of that life you're trying to leave behind. Maybe you started your recovery because you want to feel better, be a better parent and human, and it feels way harder and more overwhelming than you ever imagined. I was the bored and restless. The first year of my recovery, I had a lot of legal issues hanging over my head, and I hadn't made a lot of sober friends yet. I had people that I would see at my meetings that I really liked, and I had some people I would hang out with, but my crew that you guys hear me talk about, my really tight-knit crew, they didn't come together until the end of my first year. Maybe you are frustrated because you don't know what you should be working on in your recovery or your life to move forward or to reach your personal goals. No matter why you're tuning in, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you find solutions to what you're struggling with. And here's what we're going to cover. I'm going to start by walking you through my ultimate recovery recipe, which has literally saved me so much time and confusion. From there, I'm going to share with you a special download of my recovery recipe, which is what I built my lifestyle from, and not only mine, but with my clients too. This is the same structure that I use with my clients. And if you are loving what you're learning in this episode, I'm going to tell you how to get your hot little hands on that resource, and this will bring it all to life for you. So if you want to know my secrets of going from feeling like you are going in circles, overwhelmed, and underperforming, to having clarity and direction, saving you time and energy, and squashing your anxiety, then let's get into the recovery recipe. I'm super excited to share this too because I used to offer the recovery recipe like a few years ago. It was available in various places. I think you could find it on the website and whatever. And then it went away. Not for any particular reason. I think I wanted to update it and make it a little cooler. (laughs) And, And once I really got my branding together, I wanted to make it more branded. So that's what we've done now. And here's how I want you to think about this. This is really, you guys know I am a life coach. I have worked for many, many years with many, many people on many issues, right? I I am not only an addiction person. I am a life coach. I happen to also be a drunk or a recovering drunk. So <laughs> naturally, I gravitate toward that arena because it's what's so close to my heart. It's also... My recovery is what put me on this path of self-help and self-improvement, right? I didn't know anything about that stuff prior to being an alcoholic and having to get sober. And once I realized how much I could accomplish, all I wanted to do was help everybody on the planet do the same thing. So that's really when I buried myself in learning 
about human behavior and communication and the importance of words and connection and how we thrive as human beings and what we need and what it takes to create change in our lives and break bad habits and start new healthy habits and all the psychology behind that. It was all a result of my recovery. You know, I approach things from a sort of very holistic way, right? I look at everything from a whole life vantage point. So even if we are focused on you getting sober and that's your focus and that's what we're working on together, the approach that I use and the things that I teach, certainly in individual sessions with clients and in my six-week program, the things that you learn are things that you can adapt in every area of your life. So the recovery recipe is no different. This is a way to think about all the different pieces of the puzzle and do things specifically in those areas (laughs) to grow and get healthier and make sure that you're really approaching your life as a whole life thing and not just one piece or two pieces. So the first thing I always start with are daily non-negotiables. And you guys have probably seen my daily non-negotiables. I post them on social media here and there. And these are the things like sometimes I will print just this slide and I will put it up. I will tape it on my bathroom mirror or the other spot I love to put things is next to my coffee pot in my kitchen because, you know, that's where my happy little buns is going to be standing every single morning making coffee without fail. So... Anything that I want to remember when I'm working on something specific, I will put it on my bathroom mirror because obviously I'm going to go there first in the morning, brush my teeth, and then the coffee pot. Those are my two spots because I can't miss it, right? If they're in one or both of those places, I can't miss it. So daily non-negotiables is big. One, good attitude. Two, willingness. Try and try again. Three, be nice to yourself. Four, drink water. Five, don't skip daily routine. And six, get good sleep. Now, these may sound really simple. I know these are not super sexy and you don't feel like your soul is on fire to run out in the world and practice having a good attitude and willingness and being nice to yourself. But I'm just here to tell you guys, if you want to thrive and not just survive, this is the kind of stuff that you do. The things it takes to create huge change in your life are the most simple, almost mundane kind of things. And that's why so many people don't follow through with stuff too, because they think that you're going to give them some huge, profound one-liner that's going to be life-changing. And that happens too. But you got to keep showing up. You got to have willingness. You got to have a good attitude. You have to be drinking some damn water and getting some good sleep. If you want the profound things to happen, because there are going to be so many fewer profound things than those daily micro decisions I always talk about. So you have to make the choice how you are showing up for yourself every day. The choice is yours. This isn't on anybody else. It's nobody else's responsibility. Nobody can do it for you. This is for you to decide. How are you showing up for yourself every day? Are you showing up with a good attitude? Even if you start a little crappy, that's okay. We all get a little crappy. 
But can you self-correct? Can you get yourself back to a good place and start over, have a little refresh if you need to? Are you showing up with willingness? Being willing to do something that sounds dumb or (laughs) willing to do something that takes time that you feel like you don't have. Willing to try even if you tried before and it didn't work for you. Willing. And willing also means willing to be uncomfortable and not throw in the towel. Willingness is huge. Be nice to yourself. You got to give yourself a little bit of grace. Drink water, of course, because it helps your brain function and get good sleep because it helps your brain and body function also. This is how your body and brain heal. Sleep is vitally important to everything we do in everyday life. And don't skip your daily routine. You guys have heard me say this a thousand times. You don't have to take huge action. This isn't about leaps and bounds on a daily basis. The most important thing is showing up on a daily basis, even if it's only for two minutes. Doing it consistently is what will make the difference for you. Okay, so that's how we start everything. Daily non-negotiables. This is the, I'm not effing around, I'm getting off my lazy little buns, and I'm showing up for myself, and I'm going to follow through, even if it pisses me off, even if it kills me, I'm going to do it because I deserve it. That's what I want you to say to yourself, okay? There's your new little mantra. (laughs) So ingredient one, set your mindset. You know, I'm crazy about this mindset, and this is a lot of what we just talked about in those daily non-negotiables, right? Have a good attitude. Be willing. This is your mindset. And there's this beautiful quote by Denzel Washington, and he says, when you wake up in the morning, say thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for parents. Thank you for love. Thank you for kindness. Thank you for peace. Thank you for prosperity. Say thank you in advance for what's already yours. How crazy is that, you guys? All of those things are things we already have. How often do we say thank you for those? How often are you in the mindset to go, oh, wow, I'm really grateful I have wisdom. I'm really grateful that people are giving me some understanding or that I am capable of giving them understanding. How often are we saying thank you for the parents, for kindness, for peace, prosperity? Like this stuff is huge. And all these things are things we already have. And that's what it is, getting your mindset in the right place. Get your mindset in a service mindset, a gratitude mindset, a I'm going to show up and slay this Emmer effort today. That's what I'm doing. And that can always start with gratitude. If you're not great at mindset stuff yet, maybe you're just learning about it, or maybe this is the first time you've heard of it. That's okay. Mindset's huge, and it's so much fun to work on your mindset, and it is a game changer. But a good way to get started is just gratitude, like that Denzel Washington quote. Just start with gratitude. And do it in, I have a list in the recovery recipe also, And if you're having a hard time thinking of things for gratitude, think of it with your senses. So the top few things on the gratitude list in the recovery recipe, I'm grateful, uh, I'm grateful for three things I hear. 
and notice three things you hear and have gratitude for those. I'm grateful for three things I see, three things I smell, and the list goes on from there. But if you're not really seasoned and comfortable in mindset work and understanding what that is, start with gratitude. That's the best place to start. Love and gratitude. Perfect. All right, next ingredient. Ingredient two, feed your brain. Here's the deal. I want you to think about your brain from all your senses also. I want you to think about your body and your senses as the major input for your brain. All this information is coming in through all your senses, right? And a lot of that can be really negative. (laughs) A lot of that can be very undesirable. (laughs) And it's important to start paying attention to that stuff. You know, like, this is going to sound crazy, but I know you guys will understand and love me anyway (laughs) for all my crazy. But you know, about two years ago, I used to be like the rest of the world, like always watching investigation discovery and all the murder shows and, you know, the neighbors killing the neighbors and spouses killing spouses. And I mean, I used to watch all of that stuff, right? Because we do have a fascination with it. But I noticed that I was getting to a place where I just started thinking that everybody was a murderer. <laughs> you know, like it created this sort of mistrust of the entire world. And where I think it is smart to be cautious, of course, and mindful, but it really was just messing with my head. So I had to stop watching all those kind of shows. I don't want to sit and just saturate my brain with all the stuff that goes with those shows. I mean, like murder isn't bad enough, but all the lies and deceit and all these weird lifestyles and things people are into, like that's not what I want going into my brain. Uh, another one I did for my brain, this was many years ago, I mean, probably 20, 25 years ago, I stopped reading fashion magazines. And I love fashion. I love clothes. I love makeup. I love beauty, all of that stuff. But I I don't like those magazines, those magazines. And listen, I'm five foot two, right? I'm never going to be 5'11 and 100 pounds like these models. And it just doesn't make me feel good about myself. It doesn't make me feel good for them either, to be honest. But it just was not comfortable for me. I I just didn't like how it was making me feel. So I stopped reading fashion magazines. I was like, I just don't need to see all this stuff. You know, I just felt like it wasn't good for me. So think about what you're really putting in, in your conversations, in what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're talking about. All this stuff is feeding your brain. Are you feeding your brain good stuff and positive stuff, things to nourish and enrich your little soul? Or, you know, is it a bunch of crap? Because This is a big piece to think about, you guys. Feed your brain. Feed your brain material that is supportive of who you want to be and supports the life you want to live. So I shifted to start reading entrepreneur stuff, right? Because I'm an entrepreneur. So I want to always be educating myself and learning and being better in that way. And there's some lifestyle magazines that I really like to read that are, you know, more about lifestyle like I want to achieve and things I want to achieve in my future. So think about your little brain and what you're saturating it with and make some adjustments to some good, healthy stuff, okay? Ingredient number three, feed your body. 
I know I do not have to go on and on about feed your body because we all know the information. We all know what to do. We all know what we're supposed to do. One of the things I do want to say on this, I think it is so important that we give ourselves grace in this, okay? Because again, especially people with addiction, there's no question that a lot of us have eating issues, disordered eating, eating disorders, food addiction, like None of that is unusual in this arena and and not even for people without addiction too. Like there's a lot of food addicts in this world. So I think it is very important. I know for me on my journey, this has been very important to give myself some grace. I have to have acceptance for where I am and acceptance that things are going to change and be different And I have to make some changes. I want to make changes to be more healthful for my body, to be eating foods to nourish my body and not just eating because I love to eat. Um, But I have to give myself some grace. Now, that doesn't mean that I let myself off the hook. Okay, that doesn't mean that when I know I want to be making these changes, I have to put conscious effort into making these changes. And that doesn't mean that I just bail as soon as it's uncomfortable or irritating because it is a lot. You know, the sacrifices that come with making a lifestyle change are big, just like getting sober. It takes sacrifice. It's going to be irritating. It's going to be uncomfortable sometimes. And I don't let myself off the hook and let myself quit just because it gets uncomfortable. I continue moving through because it's who I want to be and it's who I want to grow into. And it's a mindset that I want to continue to grow into. And I also have to have acceptance that my results are slow. You know, like this has been a very, very long journey for me, feeding my body and really understanding that and learning about foods and practicing better habits and practicing breaking the bad habits. And some days I win the battle and some days I lose the battle and that's okay, but I don't stop trying. That's what I want you to hear. Okay. Feed your body. And this isn't only food. But this is also how you're treating your body, right? Like get some exercise, go do, go have a walk, even if it's little. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a short walk. The point is that you're walking. I don't care if you walk to the end of your driveway and back. It doesn't matter. It's that you're showing up for yourself and you're doing something rather than nothing, okay? Ingredient four, feed your sobriety. Here's something I think people really overlook, It's like you think you're going to make these huge lifestyle changes and not have to make any sacrifice or be uncomfortable doing it. Or like it doesn't require special attention, so to speak. But sobriety, just like a million other things in the world, requires special attention. I can't just put the drink down and move on with my life. I mean, I guess you can, but there's a lot of underlying stuff there that needs to be healed. And I don't want to, let me tell you something. If I just put the drink down and I stayed the same person I was 150 years ago when I got sober, if I stayed that same person, I was a freaking nightmare, you guys. I was so disgusting and unkind and emotionally immature 
and condescending and superior. Like I was a nightmare. I don't want to stay that person. That was the drunk version of me. That was the version of me that never grew up because my life revolved around drinking. So I never grew up. When you get sober and you really want to recover, right? You've heard me talk about the difference between sobriety and recovery. Sobriety is putting the drink down. Recovery is doing all the good stuff and becoming a better human being and loving yourself. That's recovering. And when I want to do that, it requires special attention. If you are getting divorced, it requires special attention. You have to seek guidance and help and you pay lawyers thousands of dollars and counselors and all of these things, right? It takes special, it requires special attention. If you want to lose weight, it requires special attention. You have to do certain things and seek out information and you have to sacrifice and you have to be committed and, and measure your progress and things like that. It requires special attention. If you want to get a better job, it requires special attention. And maybe that is honing some of your skills. Maybe it's acquiring new skills. Maybe it's more education or hiring someone to help with your resume or a headhunter or whatever. It requires special attention. Sobriety is the same way. <laughs> Feed your sobriety. Don't think that you're just going to put the drink down and go on with your life and live happily ever after. There are things that have to shift. Your sobriety has to be nurtured and it has to be nurtured to be strong. Okay, so feed your dang sobriety, people. <laughs> All right, ingredient five, feed your spirit. Ah, This is the one that gets so forgotten about. Feed your spirit. This to me is like fun. This is loving yourself, doing things for yourself, spending time with yourself. This is refueling your spirit when life has withdrawn every ounce of your energy. Refuel. This is what kind of hobbies do you have? What do you like to do in your free time? What do you look forward to? Maybe it's putting in your earbuds and gardening. Maybe for me, it's learning. I always want to be learning. I'm obsessed with learning stuff. So I'm always taking a new class or doing something or working with a new coach. Um, maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's reading. I mean, whatever it is. Maybe it's massage. Maybe, I mean, who knows? You guys, it could be millions of things. But this is feeding your spirit. I'll tell you one of my favorite things in the world to do that I so missed during coronavirus. I love to go to the bookstore on a Sunday and get a gigantic cup of coffee and just sit down and read all the magazines because the bookstores have all the magazines. Every magazine you can imagine is at the bookstore. I'll go get a stack, three or four magazines, my big cup of coffee, and I just sit down and I read the stuff that sets my little soul on fire. That's feeding your spirit. What are those things for you? Maybe it's taking a walk with your significant other. It could be anything, but you have to make time to do these things. You have to make a conscious effort to feed your spirit and replenish your soul when you are exhausted. <laughs> 
When you are exhausted, by the way, you are way more vulnerable to drink, right? When you're tired, irritable, uh, what's the one we love? Halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. When you're any of those things, you have to understand that is a moment that you are vulnerable. For me, it's a moment that I'm vulnerable to say F it and hit the drive through because I love some good greasy food. And you know, I love some ice cream. I might get ice cream too. Who knows? But when you leave yourself vulnerable and too tired and too worn out and stretched too thin, then that is when you are more apt to lose whatever battle you're fighting. <laughs> so feed your spirit, okay? Uh, next one, ingredient five, feed your gratitude. And we talked about this with mindset. Feed your gratitude. You guys, if you could do one thing just right now, I would say focus on gratitude. This is life-changing. When you can get in a gratitude state of mind and really start to recognize and understand the amount of things that we kind of take for granted on a daily basis, this is huge. Feed your gratitude. Learn about gratitude. I've talked before about that 30-day gratitude exercise I did, and it's a book by Rhonda Byrne, and it's called The Magic. I'm pretty sure it's The Magic, and uh, one of my girls right now is doing it. I'll give a little shout out. Hi, Kim. Love you. I hope you're loving The Magic. <laughs> I know she is. She was just talking about it the other day that she was really enjoying it, but start with gratitude. If nothing else, just start learning about gratitude. Do a little Google search. How do I practice gratitude? How can I get started with gratitude? Everybody knows about the gratitude journal. You know, say three things you're grateful for, write it in your journal every day. That's a great way to start too. Um, it's a really good practice and it is life changing in every aspect of your life. Okay, those are the ingredients in my recovery recipes. So let's go through them one more time. This isn't an ingredient. It's just part of it. Daily non-negotiables. That's how we start. Then we go into ingredient one, set your mindset. Huge. So important. Don't skip it. Ingredient two, feed your brain. There's this quote that I love. Everyone is so caught up with toning and shaping their ass that they forget to tone and shape their character or their personality or their integrity. <laughs> that is so freaking true. If we could give everybody to put as much, you know, one-fifth as much effort to the inside as they put to the outside, we'd be rocking and rolling on this planet. So feed your brain. Uh, ingredient three, feed your body. Ingredient four, feed your sobriety. And ingredient five, feed your spirit. And if you want to get your hot little hands on the recovery recipe PDF, you can do that at, and of course, I'll put this in the show notes for you too, addictionunlimited.com forward slash 172, because this is episode 172, addictionunlimited.com forward slash 172. That's where you can get your own copy of the recovery recipe. I just gave you a brief overview of everything. There's a lot more information in the PDF. I think you guys are going to love it. Um, it's a lot of good information and it's a great easy way to get started, like really curating your life to start thriving and not just surviving. And I know this stuff isn't super sexy, you guys, but this is how you build a life you love. I promise you, this is it. This is how we do it, okay? Addictionunlimited.com forward slash 172. I will put that in the show notes as well. I hope you are having a fantastic day. 
and I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. Candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.